This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, Cardi is here. We've got Peter Schwartz on the updates. We've got some NBA tonight in action. Oh, man, has it been a long drought. When was the last real game? Uh, Thursday night? A week ago? Man, it's felt like a long time. Not that you might be the biggest NBA fan, but even if you're just like, I don't know, a guy that lives a life, what do you do at night? You turn on a game, you know? You turn on a game, and then when there's not a game to turn on for a while, and there's been hockey, sure, uh, I'll I won't ignore that. But when there's not been a game for a while, you're like, what is life? What is the meaning of this? The summertime that hits you too. The weirdest thing about baseball is if you really get into baseball, the All Star break one is very long. If you get into it, because you're watching it every day. Sometimes though, there's the window where your team plays on a Thursday afternoon, let's say a Wednesday afternoon, and then not until Friday night. And so really it's only one day off, but you played a day game, then an off day, and then a night game, and it, it feels it feels long, especially when you get into the habit of it, the routine of it. So, you know, don't, don't uh, take any of this for granted. Remember, we've all lived in a period where there was – basically no sports and we were getting up at five in the morning just to watch korean baseball oh when that first korean baseball game hit during covid I, oh my god i like started to cry i was just so happy that sports were on i was watching horse racing i was watching there was there was like these drones were racing each other but they didn't even get together and race because even that was too dangerous so they were racing and i was watching that there was video game drones i was watching it was ridiculous but that's uh that's how i feel sometimes don't don't take it for granted you know don't it always seem to go that you don't know what it's got you don't know what you got till it's gone um we've got the bardo meter coming up tonight speaking of misery the bardo meter is going to tell us which fan bases in the nfl are the most miserable right now. Which fan bases are the most miserable? Now, a lot of these teams that the Bartometer will tell us, the Bartometer, again, my machine that helps us solve the great mysteries in sports, 
a lot of the um, teams that I think the Bartometer will give us, you could still have positive outlook on. I, I think if you look at any team, you could look at something positive, even if even if your team is downtrodden, because there's a draft coming up, there's free agency, it's the start of a new year. If your team got bounced in the playoffs, yes, that sucks, but hey, you know, hope springs eternal. If your team hasn't been to the playoffs in a while, maybe you have a new coach. Maybe you're going to get a new quarterback. Maybe you got a lot of picks. But even then, some of these teams right now, some of these fan bases are really going through it. And so the Bartometer is going to uh, pour salt into the wound and not just jam the knife, but twist it a little bit when we take a look at that coming up an hour from right now. Talk some NBA, like I said, throughout the night tonight. Uh, the Oakland Athletics still in the news. Baseball's got to figure out where they're going to play. Not this year, but the years after that. And it could still be Oakland, which would be a disaster. Basically, any answer is going to be a disaster, but we'll find out. Um, we will talk about who the greatest quarterback of all time is based on how you guys tweet. So a new survey that has come out there. Some of the... Non-Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls are trying to make a quick buck. We can get into that at some point here this evening. And uh, and the thing I think I want to start with, well, I don't want to start with it. I don't want to talk about it because it shouldn't be a thing, but it is. And it's that I saw a lot of private parts today. <laughs> I said. I, at least the outlines of them. I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of private parts. Very little was left to the imagination. And I wasn't doing anything nefarious. No, 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 no. I wasn't in incognito mode. Okay. Nothing, nothing, nothing that, you know, my grandma would scoff at. I don't know why she would ever need to know, but nothing, nothing bad, nothing bad. Nothing I would be ashamed of. No, I just went online and saw a lot of baseball players, and they have see-through pants. And it's pretty disgusting. And I think that baseball needs to change this immediately, but I don't know that they do. The players are upset about it. They're upset about the jerseys in general. So what's going on is there's a new jersey provider this year, and nobody likes them. So... The jerseys have been designed by Nike, and Fanatics has produced them. So Fanatics, you know, they produce clothing, and they're getting into the trading card business, and they're really expanding their empire, and now they've got a hold of these major league jerseys. And one of the big criticisms is that they are producing these on the cheap. They are producing them on the cheap. The fabric's not great. All right. They're thinner than they should be. The lettering on the back looks awful. It looks like, I mean, you could order, sometimes you can order, you can go online and order these knockoff jerseys. I had a buddy who always did this. He'd have like a jersey that almost looked nicer than, than the, the real jerseys. And he says, oh yeah, I ordered it overseas for 25 bucks. But sometimes, you know, the printing was wrong and the name was wrong. And it's kind of like a roll of the dice, but at least you get, for 25 bucks, you kind of get what you pay for, but sometimes you hit on one. Those are nicer than these. E even with the roulette kind of 
buying method. Those are nicer. These Fanatics jerseys are bad. They're bad. They look like knockoffs. The lettering is weird. It's either too small or if you have a name of like eight letters or over, they do an unnecessary arc around the entire number. They're just really very bad. There was another photo shoot done today. I believe the Guardians did one. And even on the top, there were two guys that did a photo shoot together. Um, It was Scott Barlow and, and somebody else. And they're both wearing Guardians jerseys. They're both wearing Guardians jerseys, but the sleeve cuffs, the same picture, same team, same photo shoot. The sleeve cuffs are different on the jerseys. They're not even all... The same. The uniforms are not uniform. So the jerseys themselves are bad. The jerseys are bad. They're just, they're not attractive to look at. They're bad. I don't think they're going to sell a lot of these. If you compare them to last year's jerseys, you obviously buy last year's jerseys. If your favorite player goes to a new team or if your favorite team's got a new player, I wouldn't suggest buying one of these. People have actually taken images from the team store sent them to fanatics and said hey my jersey was misprinted when it wasn't this is the jersey the way it's intended and fanatics says apologize and says we'll try to get you a new one they're just bad the jerseys are just inherently bad and then as these guys trickle into spring training they start to take the full body pictures And you notice when they take the full body pictures that the pants are sort of see-through, okay? These guys are standing up, and the pants are see-through. Like if you're wearing underwear or a boxer brief, you can see the outline of it and possibly the color if you're wearing white pants. You tuck in your jersey, right? You can see the jersey that's tucked in. They are so thin and cheaply made and poorly made that you can... You can see through them. Okay, you might think aesthetically, again, is this the worst thing in the world? Well, now they're holding practices and starting to play games. And in baseball, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different positions you could take, whether you're crouching or bending over or what have you. And when baseball players find themselves in these positions, uh, in the effort to keep this a family show, the outline of things that should never be see-through, especially on a baseball field, the outline, and perhaps more than the outline, is very visible. Very visible. And it's like... It's it's weird, okay? It's weird. I feel weird looking at it. Look, I, I, I've been in major league locker rooms, okay? And one of the weirdest things that you would never expect is, you know, you go in a locker room and you interview guys and, and whatever. But this is also the place where they change. And so sometimes you go in there for media duties and you're like, oh, boy, okay, sir. I don't, this is your private time. I Probably shouldn't be here, but that's still in a place that is accustomed to to changing. When you have guys at the local YMCA or whatever, right, everybody's local gym, you've got those four or five guys that just hang out after a workout and just 
sit around and talk shop and they're all just butt-ass naked. That's just what they like to be. They're just, they're, there's, they're just naked. They worked out. They had a sweat. Went in the steam room. They come back. They're just naked. Sometimes they start talking to you. At least they're in the locker room. They're not on the racquetball court naked. They're not in the steam room naked. Well, some might be. They're not in the pool naked. There's a designated spot in most buildings where it's okay to be naked. The baseball field is not one of them. And not that these guys are naked, but they might as well be. I mean, we are seeing some things that we shouldn't be seeing. So it's very weird. It's very gross. Uh, It is a problem. And this is all because the fabric is lighter. So it's harder to have the bigger numbers. It's harder to have the bigger letters. And you can see through. You can see through, especially the eggshell color of the pants. You can see through. Uh, Tony Clark, who is the MLBPA executive director, says a lot of what our players are saying is that, yeah, these pants are see-through. Each day has yielded something new that doesn't seem to make as much sense. The universal concern is the pant. They are going to try to get Fanatics and Nike, hey, can we get a new pant before opening day? This is weird. But in baseball, I don't know how quick these kind of things move. I feel like if this was an issue in any other league, it had been solved already. It would have never even gotten to this point. They would have tried it on, done photo shoots. But baseball is doing this, it seems like, on the cheap, that this is the product that we are, that we are getting. And it's also interesting, the whole part of this is interesting, because this is par for the course for baseball. This is what happens in baseball. Baseball, for the last eight, nine years, the big stories that are talked about in baseball, are they ever about the game itself? Are they ever about the achievements of players on the field? Are they ever about a thrilling finish? Or an incredible comeback. When we talk baseball, especially in this format, do we ever talk about the games? Do we ever talk about the games? No. What have we talked about? What have we talked about the last five years in baseball? Um, this last offseason, we talked about contracts. That was a big one. And Shohei Otani, deferred contract. And the salary cap and the salary floor. We talked about that a lot. We talked about a team that might move, where that is going to move, but is nowhere really to move in the interim. You know, they they want out of their house, and they've got a new facility that they're going to build in four years. Also, they may not, and also they've got nowhere else to go. The Oakland A's are essentially going to be sleeping on their buddies' couches for the next four years with a 35% chance that the house that they want is going to get built. So that's what we talk about. We talk about the new rules. We do talk about the new rules, but that only lasted so long. We talk about, oh, we talk about, remember the COVID year? I mentioned that, remember the COVID year? You know why it took so long for sports to come back? There were a lot of leagues that needed to play in that time that figured out, okay, there's a way that we can do this safely. UFC fighting came back relatively soon. 
soccer came back all over the country relatively soon. And baseball took longer than it needed to, not because of protocol concerns, but because they were arguing about, well, how much of my yearly contract am I going to get paid if I'm only playing a percentage of the games? So we always talk about baseball, but we never really talk about baseball. And this is another instance of that. There's guys signing. There's new faces in new places. You know, the Dodgers had a spring training game. I think they scored 14 runs already, maybe eight in the first inning. They had a big game. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how the guy at first base, when he tries to navigate his approach to seal second, if he if he leans a certain way, I'm going to... Like I'm going to see his bat and balls to be really juvenile about it. But that's, that's, that's where we're at. And Ron Manfred, he was asked about these jerseys. And earlier what he said was, oh, I, I think people will get used to it. That's the, that's the Rob Manfred way of handling a problem. He doesn't handle a problem. He waits until you decide it's no longer a problem. That's what Rob Manfred does. Oh, you don't like this? Okay, well, you'll get over it. You don't like that they're moving? Ah, well, well, I mean, you'll get you're, you're losing a team. Fine, well, you'll get over it, and that's what he does. And I think these jerseys had it just been oh the sleeves don't match, oh the numbers are too small. Had it just been that, that's what we'd be stuck with. But now that you can basically see everybody and every part of everybody, we may actually see a change. It's just. With it being baseball, I don't know how quick that gets done. So, that's the top story in sports today. Thanks for being here. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. We can discuss that more or never again. Uh, it's up to you. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bart Winkler. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. The NBA is back in action tonight. We are not at the halfway point. We are actually at the two-thirds of the way point. Exactly. 822 games were played prior to tonight, which means there are 410 left to go. The All-Star break is a nice break. It is not necessarily the halfway point. I think we kind of think about that maybe with baseball, possibly hockey a little bit too. But in the NBA, it's, all right, you play two-thirds of the season, and then you amp up for the stretch run. It's been an interesting season. I think we've seen a lot of player movement, although the trade deadline was a little lacking in that department. We saw many of the trades happen earlier in the season. James Harden was right away. We had, uh, you know, the the Raptors sell off everybody, basically. The Knicks kind of retool and then win a bunch of games. The Cavs won a bunch of games. The Clippers are winning a bunch of games after starting kind of shaky when they first got James Harden in that deal. So there's been a lot of interest. Of course, the in-season tournament was a weird thing that we all kind of tried our best to enjoy and I think did enjoy but then they're going to do that again. I, I don't know. Once the once the newness and the novelty wears off, I don't know that it's that big of a success as it was a year ago. The finalist in that tournament, by the way, are, it's not like they're. It's not like that propelled them to huge success. I mean, you're looking at likely playoff teams. With the Pacers right now, are the sixth seed in the East trying to stay above the play-in tournament. And then the Lakers, who are in action right now against the Warriors, are the nine seed. Very interesting game tonight. You've got this Lakers-Warriors game where the Lakers are 30-26 and 26 and the Warriors are 27-26. and 26. This actually could be one of the play-in games if uh, the season did end at the All-Star break. That's what we'd be watching right now. No LeBron James tonight, which is weird. There are a few guys... Donovan Mitchell had an illness with the Cavs. Uh, Markel Fultz with the Magic. He flat out, they rested him. It was injury management. They just had a break. And then LeBron James, I know he didn't play in the second half of that All-Star game, but he played in the All-Star game. He, you can't play against the Warriors. Nationally televised game. Thursday night, you, you can't play. So he's getting some criticism. For that, Clay Thompson is coming off the bench again. He came off the bench for the first time, I think, since his rookie year. And then he had 34, 35 points. And so the Warriors are trying to still tinker. They've had so many different starting lineups that they're trying to tinker with. I still kind of like their chances. I still think they've got one last gasp in them, at least the veterans. Uh, they do have some young guys. Jonathan Kaminga has been great. They had they don't The young guys that they thought they were going to have in uh, James Wiseman and maybe Jordan Poole. That didn't all work out. Jordan Poole, by the way, speaking of getting benched, he got benched as well, uh, not not starting right now for the Wizards. So interesting game tonight and an interesting start to the season here for – or start to the – again, I was just going to say second half, but start to the um, the second, the third, the third act of the NBA season. Last year he had one of the closest playoff races in history and it came down to the – Final days in the West. This year is trending in that direction as well. Atop the conference in the West, you've got four teams separated by three games. 
And it's going to be about can the Minnesota Timberwolves hold on? The Minnesota Timberwolves, I don't think, have gotten the attention that they should be getting. I mean, they're the number one seed in the West. The Oklahoma City Thunder had a great start. They're number two. They're a game back. Everyone thought that they'd be good eventually. I mean, they've got so many picks. They're either going to draft guys with them or trade them, but they're good now. So there was maybe some speculation they could have done a little more at the trade deadline, but they're good as they are. Uh, Shade Gilgis Alexander, an MVP candidate. The Clippers are right there. The Clippers are like everybody's. If you were gonna, if you were gonna pull the average NBA fan, and they couldn't say their team is a contender, I think a lot of people would predict a Clippers Celtics finals. I think that's what a lot of people are kind of leaning towards. The Celtics are running away right now with the East in terms of the one seed. It's not tight in the East. In the West. You've got eight teams separated by seven and a half games. The Kings are the eight seed right now. They're seven and a half back. So you've got the Clippers in there, the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Mavs, the Suns, uh, and then the Kings. And then in the East, the Boston Celtics are 44 and 12, and then the Cavs are seven games back. And think of how good the Cavs had it in January into February. And the Bucks are nine games back. And the Knicks are 10 games back. And the Sixers, you know, dealing without Embiid right now, are 11 and a half games back. So it's very interesting, the dynamics of the two different conferences. The Clippers, again, that's where a lot of people are going to put their money or think that they can see a favorite coming out of the West. Since December 2nd, they are 28 and 7. And they've got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. And for the longest time, the Clippers, when they would get into the playoffs and be some team that could make a run, you know, a lot of teams in the playoffs, you have the stars and then you worry about the role players in the bench. Like, who's going to step up? Who's going to contribute? The year that Kawhi won with Toronto, well, Siakam came along and Fred Van Vliet, you know, that's when he kind of really became a household name. You had guys like that step up and win games for them. With the Clippers, those guys have always been there. Those guys, have the the guys four through nine on the bench, they've always been there. It's been, oh, Paul George is hurt or Kawhi Leonard's not playing in this game. It's been the starters or the main studs that have been unable to get it going. And now you've got this foursome here and Russell Westbrook comes off the bench, but you've got these four guys who have been around the block a bit and uh, outside of Kawhi, you know, trying to win a championship here and they might do it. I mean, they have played as well as anybody and you might see them continue to do that. I think again, that's where a lot of people are going to look at the uh, potential NBA finals matchup. The nuggets, the nuggets are still in there. Let's not forget about them. They right now are the four seed just three games back of the one seed. Nikola Jokic having another MVP season. I'm not sure, though. I, I like They were good last year, and they were pretty dominant in the playoffs. But I think the Clippers have caught up a little bit. Uh, I, I mean, even the Timberwolves, if they can stay healthy and solid, they've got an interesting team. They've got a lot of bigs. You know, Nikola Jokic, you got Carl Anthony Towns there, uh, Rudy Gobert, Nas Reed. They probably got the best trio, certainly trio of of bigs in the league. So 
That'd be an interesting matchup if we get that far. The Nuggets will tell you that last year, the team that played them tough in the playoffs, I think that was a first-round series, uh, was the Timberwolves. That was the team that played them the toughest out of anybody that entire stretch. So there are a lot of different storylines in the NBA right now. The East Conference is interesting. I mentioned the Celtics. Uh, The Bucs had a week from hell. Every interview they gave was worse than the next one. And then just when you think that they kind of navigated through the waters. Well, here comes Doc Rivers talking about how he didn't even want this job or it doesn't understand why he got hired. And so a lot of people are clowning on Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers has been in the game a long time, so he's going to be open to that kind of criticism. And he's certainly been getting it. And he's volunteering a lot of the information as well, which has been odd. 855 Let's talk to Rick in Toronto. Rick, what's up with you tonight? Uh, thank you for taking my call again, Bart Winkler. Uh, first of all, I want to correct an error I made with you about the NHL uh, All-Star game was on ABC on, I think, it was February 3rd, Saturday. I said there were 1.5 million. I'm going to correct It's 1.4 million because I want to prove to Americans. Oh, I, I, first of all, thank you for correcting that because I could not sleep last night thinking about the mistake that you had made. I apologize. I know that these errors, I just want to prove to Americans that leagues like the NHL and the Canadian Football League, and with their lower salaries, is not better than the NBA or the NFL or Major League Baseball. That's why I want to make that point to you. You don't pay people at lower value and expect them to be better, better leagues. Or they have no, like the NHL, they don't have a billion-dollar television contract. And that's when you have the CFL, which has a $50 million in Canada and basically from Bell Media just to pay the players off. And that's terrible. So yeah. I'm just trying to emphasize the things like that. Uh, also, thank you for talking about the Toronto Raptors. They're going to sell more players off because Bell Media and Rogers Media don't seem to have the money to complain to the Canadian government with what Google Man, this is. Man, this is a very anti-Bell Media phone call. My goodness. Well, Rogers tonight did had a show. You want to show something? Rogers last tonight had a show. Uh, they, they took Law and Order. They have a show called Law and Order Toronto, uh, Criminal Intent. They took it from Dick Wolf's company. Uh, they're, they're trying to sell that to Canadians. They want their version of, of a show. So I want to tell you uh, that's what Rogers and Bell are doing because they're not, oh, wow. they're, they're not making everything great. Like the Raptors are not doing any good anymore because they, they're not doing well. Uh, last night, Thomas Lee's were in. in um, in uh, Tempe, Arizona, playing at the Mall Arena for 5,000 people. That's the NHL. They want 5,000 people. Who cares about the Canadian teams? We care about the Arizona Coyotes. That's what I'm trying to say to you. And uh, also, since it's talking about cost, those uniforms, I saw the Scott Barlow uniform, which is, I could see his underpants. His, uh, you know, his yeah, you could see a little more than that. Yeah, I know. It's too, why are they doing it? Why are they, I don't know. Like the CFL being cost of vision. That's ridiculous. They got more money than anything. Maybe they should get rid of Fox. That's why hopefully another network would take baseball. In this century, they have made base, Major League Baseball bad. That's what's going to happen. What's happening Man, Rick, you know why I like you, Rick? Because you're all in tune with the media. You know yeah. all these contracts. You know all these conglomerates. And, and you hate every single last one of them. Uh, no, I only got mad at you about Lewis. You forgot about Lewis Wolf and John Fisher in, in the Oakland Athletics. There's some blame to Lewis Wolf. All those sites they had, like in Fresno, everything about the with the Oakland Athletics. You know, 
I have a question. Why do you pick Howard Terminal? I don't understand that site. It's strange in my mind. That's very strange. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give you a break. We're near up the break now. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, they, have a thanks, good night. Have a happy weekend. Okay, Bart. Bye the now. Other th- yeah, the, thanks, Rick. The other thing about Rick's calls, um, there's a lot in there, and it's kind of like a Mad Libs sort of call. You got to and you got to really keep up with what he's saying. He mentions about 90 different things in 45 different seconds. Uh, he would be good at one of those speed game shows where you just have to name a bunch of stuff real quick. And it's kind of like, you know, when you talk to your grandmother, um, sometimes you talk to your grandma or, you know, a person of that generation. And I, like, I'll call grandma or whatever, and she'll be like, oh, hi, Bart, how are you? And I'll say, oh, good, grandma. How are you? She goes, oh, very good. Helen came over, and she told me that uh, Scott and Diane are... Uh, thinking about moving. And Helen, Scott, and Diane are three names that I would have never heard from my grandma ever. It's like, it's, it's like who are these people? They just assume that you know everybody uh, that's going on. And so Rick kind of assumes that we know we know every everybody and everything. Um, and that's why, that's why I like you, Rick. You keep me on my toes. 855-212-4227. Like I said, busy night in the NBA and a few other sports are keeping things interesting. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. I am Bart Winkler. Jack Cardi is here. We've got uh, Peter Schwartz, who you heard on the updates. And, of course, the involvement of you, We've been talking a little bit of NBA, just in general, taking a look at the league. We're in the sprint now. Two-thirds of the season are in the books. Not halfway. We're, we're deeper than that. We've got, we've got the playoffs in uh, two months here. We're going to get a nice ramp-up of the NBA, and then we've got the college basketball conference tournaments. Then we're going to get the tournaments, and I think there's going to be a lot more eyeballs on the women's side as well. Then we're going to get the NBA playoffs, so... This is a good time to be a basketball fan right now. Last three or four days were hell with no NBA, but now it's back and there's a lot to look forward to. Eric is in Texas at 855-212-4227. Hey, Eric. Hey, Bart. How are you doing tonight? Good. What's up with you? I, I was just uh, calling to talk about the Dallas Mavericks. I think they're kind of a dark horse. So if you uh, remember Big win tonight right? I saw over Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a good game. Well, until the fourth quarter, and then they really locked down Dallas did. Um, so last year, our two big guys were Powell and Kleber. And if nobody's ever watched Mavericks, they're not going to know who those big men are. So what they did in the draft is they got that big guy from Duke, that lively. He's real good. And then they at the trade deadline, they traded for P.J. Washington and Gafford, man. And let me tell you something. In the last six games before the All-Star break, uh, today they won their seventh in a row. But before the All-Star break in those six games, 
They were number one in the league in defense and number six in the league in offense. So I think I think they're someone to look out for. What do you think, Bart? What did Dwight Powell do? Like he he started a lot and then he'd still average about three points a game. It's not like he was a rebound machine, but he'd play twenty, twenty five minutes a game. The fact that they were able to get uh like you said, Gafford, and then to start PJ Washington to have that production, that is uh those are big moves for them. I do think, yeah, Dark Horse is a good way to put it. They've got Luka. They've got Kyrie. I thought Kyrie, back with LeBron, had one of the great playoff runs that we've seen. So they, I'm, I'm interested for sure to see what they could be. I don't, I don't know that you can entirely – let me take a look at the West again here. Like, there's not – The next – It's not – there's the not a clear cut. I don't think there's a clear cut – clear cut favorite – you can say yeah. the Nuggets, you can say the Timberwolves, you can say the Thunder, you can say the Clippers, but then why not the Mavs? Why not the Suns? Why not the Pelicans? Why not the Lakers? Why not the Warriors? The playoffs could really shape up to be very intense, and it's just going to prove once again that basketball in the regular season cannot hold a candle to what the postseason provides. I agree. All right, so the next uh, eight games, for the Mavericks, seven of the next eight opponents are at least five games above 500. So we're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to see after these eight games, we're going to get a good feel for where they're at. Thanks for taking my call, Bart. Have a good night. Yeah, good to talk to you. 855-212-4227. Mavs coming up have the um, Pacers, the Cavs, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Sixers, the Pacers, the Heat. All right, we got a little bit of an East Coast swing here for Dallas. And then back to the West, they got the Warriors, the Thunder, the Nuggets. Yeah, it, it could be it could be interesting. We'll see. Definitely worth keeping an eye on. I was still so surprised. Remember Kyrie Irving getting traded? That was such a big deal. Where was he going to go? Who was going to take him on? Was it going to be the Lakers? Was it going to be the Heat? Was it going to be another team? He goes to the Mavs, which kind of shocked some people because I thought, oh, I mean, whoever's trading for Kyrie has to extend Kyrie. The Mavs aren't going to extend Kyrie, but then they did. And Kyrie, like, you know, he makes a lot of news uh, off the court. He hasn't really made any of that news. When you're talking about Kyrie, you're talking about basketball. That series that they beat the Warriors in the NBA Finals, him and LeBron, man, were unstoppable. Kyrie in, like, every fourth quarter in that series, you could not miss. It didn't matter if it was a contested three. If it, it didn't matter if it was at the rim. It didn't matter if it was a, a mid-range shot. He could not miss. And when Kyrie gets going like that, it's really tough. And then Luka is just a stat machine in a good way. Um, you know, the last time we all saw him was maybe Saturday night. He didn't care about that. Sunday night. But he had a big night uh, tonight. They had 70 combined points tonight, Luka and Kyrie. So... Those two beating the Suns. Kevin Durant getting in a bit of a altercation. Kevin Durant was coming on the floor, and then these two fans called him a a word that you you know you call somebody, and they might they might turn their head at you. Um, and Kevin Durant came back and talked to them for like a minute. Then they were going to get kicked out, and Kevin Durant came back and said, "No, no, 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 don't kick him out." So good on him for. For that, you don't, you know, I you yell at these guys. You're so close. It's tough in the NBA. You're so close. The fans are 
Yeah, they want to be a part of the action. They want to trash talk a little bit. If you don't say anything too out of line, you shouldn't be getting kicked out. They call them a bee. One of the bees. Either one. Yeah, I don't think you get kicked out for that. And and good thing they did not. Vlad's in Illinois. Vlad, what's up? Hey, Mr. Winkler, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm I'm good, man. Uh, I don't get to do too controversial here, but um, I know you're a, a fan of this particular genre. But uh, do you acknowledge your tribal chief at all? That's my first question. Um, I don't. I don't acknowledge my tribal chief. <sighs> you don't recognize greatness, huh? Uh, I'm right. a Cody crybaby. You know what? Me too. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I, I like I like them both. But hey, you gotta do. He's gotta finish the story, Bart. He's got to finish the story. Although, if I go, if I go to an event uh, and he's there, I, I will acknowledge him. If, if if he's in front of me, I'll acknowledge Roman Reigns. I'll acknowledge him and his cousin, main event uh, Jay Uso. They they used to call me uh, main event Vlad Uso back in the day, but uh, that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, yeah, man, I want to ask you what you think about Jason Tatum and those Celtics, man. I'm, uh, I'm not a I'm not a Bulls fan. I'm a Celtics fan. It's passed down three generations. My grandpa was a big. Uh, my grandma was a big Bill Russell fan, and my my dad was a big uh, Larry Bird fan. And now um, they passed it down to me because I got to deal with Jason Tatum now, which I think he is great, but he sometimes doesn't show up in the big moments, and he's very uh, inconsistent behind the three point line sometimes. But I think he's a killer, time to time. But uh, I just hear I just want to hear what you think about him, and uh, go see his man and have a good one, Mister Winkler. Yeah, you too. Uh, that's main event Vlad Uso there calling us up. I think with the Celtics, I've I've made this comparison. I'll make it again. They are the NBA San Francisco 49ers where they uh, get a lot of the benefit of the doubt and are resting on a lot of greatness from a time of a bygone era. They have won at least within the last 25 years, unlike the San Francisco 49ers uh, with my guy, Doc Rivers. I feel like, and Jason Tatum just gave another interview and you know they're trying to pump him up for the MVP again. Jason Tatum. The league, there's all this conversation, who's the next face of the league? The league has wanted it to be Jason Tatum for the last five years. They are trying to put it on a platter for him. All he's got to do is win, and he is the face of the league. That's all he's got to do. You win a championship, and you're the face of the league. Now, they get far. uh, The Celtics, I mean, the Celtics, conference finals in 17, conference finals in 18, semifinals in 19. Conference finals uh, in the bubble. First round loss. Okay, they lost. That was the Nets power year. Then they get to the NBA finals against the Warriors team that they had every right to beat. They should have beat that Warriors team. They should have beat them. And Jason Tatum was going to be crowned as the new star of the NBA. He has not done that. Him and Jalen Brown, I still don't know that that is the best complimentary duo for each other. Jason Tatum, you put him with another star guy. I I don't know who it would be. Jalen Brown kind of the same way. It's like, you know, they go to the same spot on the court sometimes. It's like, who's going to take over? And we've seen Tatum have games where he struggled, and that's when Brown has taken over. But do you see a lot of games where they're both, like, scoring 32 points and dominating now? They, They usually need to depend on an Al Horford or a Drew or... Derek White. So we'll see. I, I don't know. Until they do it, I don't know that they can do it. It's one of those kind of things. Right now, though, they are running away with the East. It's going to all come down to the playoffs. 855 212 
It's time to fire up the Bardo meter. We're talking NFL misery next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 